You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast with Angie Cho, episode 36, Self-Love with Feng Shui. Welcome to the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you've been listening to us for a while or you're a newbie, welcome. And we hope you enjoy this earlier episode. And I want to um, just move on to this episode then. So happy February, everyone. This episode is airing the day before Valentine's Day. So I thought it'd be nice to touch upon the idea of self-love instead of, you know, relationships, but self-love, your relationship with yourself and how that connects with feng shui and, and how we look at it in feng shui. So one of the most favored areas of the feng shui bagua map and what most or a lot of people come to me for is for relationships. And, and there's an area of the feng shui map. It's called kun, K-U-N, and that's the Chinese word for that area. And it's connected to relationships, marriage, partnerships, the mother, and also self-love, you know, your relationship with yourself. And if you've heard some of our other episodes, you know that the relationship area is directly diagonal and connected to the knowledge area. So that's also very important when it comes to self-love and relationships to connect with yourself and to cultivate yourself. So that's why I wanted to talk about that this episode. And if you have any knowledge or interest in the I Ching, Kun, which is, again, that name of the area of the Bagua map, it's the top right corner if you're looking at the Bagua map. Um, We have one on our website if you look on our uh, podcast page. It's uh, holisticspaces.com slash podcast. And the pink area on the top right corner is a relationship area. So if you're standing in your bedroom, for instance, you're standing in the doorway of your bedroom and you're looking in, the far right corner would be the relationship area of your bedroom. Anyways, heading back to the I Ching. So I Ching trigram or hexagram number two is made up of two trigrams that it's Kun over Kun. And Kun again is the name of the relationship area. So in the I Ching, Kun is called also the receptive. So the I Ching is an ancient Taoist book of divination. It's also known as the book of changes. And I just wanted to share with you a little bit more about um, the meaning of Kun and relationships and the receptive um, by reading a little bit from here. So my one of my favorite I Ching books, um, which one is this one is the I Ching Workbook by R.L. Wing. And in it, uh, I just want to read a little part where it talks about Kun demands a more refined receptivity to your environment in general. Growth and change will be checked by subjective opinions. Open up your mind, expand your character to embrace the world. Then you will find guidance along the right path. 
So that's where my inspiration for self-love also comes from for this episode. It's about um, opening up your mind, expanding your character, embracing the world by looking internally and loving yourself. And and we're going to talk about a few ways that you can do that using feng shui. And it'll give you guidance to know what the next steps are. That's been a big thing for me recently. Instead of trying to know where the destination is, what let's look instead at what's right in front of us and what are the next steps that we can take because the universe will give us feedback. We just need to take one step forward and then wait to hear a response and be receptive. So that's again what it means to be receptive and connects to the relationship area and to self-love. So um, I'm going to give you three tips to look at the feng shui of your home to improve and to kind of help you cultivate and support self-love. One is to place rose quartz in the knowledge area of your bedroom. Now, normally I tell people to place the rose quartz in the relationship area, but um, a lot of times people have trouble finding a relationship and, and we can go the direct route by putting the rose quartz, like putting a pair of rose quartz in the relationship area. However, you can really go deeper and look deeper, dig deeper, and instead put that rose quartz, which relates to self-love and heals the heart in the knowledge area. Because sometimes we really, the, um, the truth is we really need to improve ourselves in order to attract, attract the right person, to attract a partner. Because sometimes I get clients that they are um, just attracting the wrong person all the time. And it's not anything that they did wrong. It's just that something needs to transform a little bit to shift or else you know, you're still going to, you're going to be getting the same thing. So if we work on self-cultivation and our skillfulness and our knowledge, which is the diagonal area of the Bagua, then we can really start to shift what our energy is in the world. And then, and then you'll be surprised at what may come to you and what may arise. And the most important thing is really that you love yourself. And once you love yourself, I mean, it's true that it's easier for you to find someone. So earlier I talked about the relationship area. So if you stand in your bedroom, in the doorway, looking in the far right corner, the furthest right corner is a relationship area. So diagonal from that would be your closest left corner. So that can be sometimes behind the door. It could be in a closet. Anyway, that is the knowledge area. So that's also kind of interesting because if it's in a closet, there may be some self-cultivation that you need to really dig a little bit deeper. It's hidden. You know, that's what a closet can represent. So anyway, what you would do is uh, put one or two pieces of rose quartz in that knowledge self-cultivation area. And if you're looking at the Bagua map, that would be the dark blue area. So again, if you're standing in your doorway, looking into the bedroom, the closest left corner will be the knowledge area. My next tip is to create a self-care list, a daily self-care list, and spend some time on it. And this is also something that I, I have, like it's on my 
computer screen right now, actually. So I'm going to just pull it down and read you what I have on here. So I call it my saver daily list. So it's a list of things to do so I can save her life a little bit more. And it's really interesting because I really needed to make this list because I really forget how to take care of myself. And it's sometimes these little things that really help. And I encourage you to write nine a list of nine self-care daily activities that you can do. And it's really great to place this in the relationship area of your computer screen or of your bedroom. So again, you remember that if, you're, if it's for your bedroom, when you're standing in the door of your bedroom, it would be the far right area. So maybe your nightstand is there. You can write, you could put this list over there. Or I like to have it in the relationship area of my um, computer screen, which again, I told you relates to self-love. And that would be the top right corner. And for me, I'm at my computer a lot working. So this is a really great reminder to have it there. And I encourage you to use a red or pink post-it note and um, write this list of nine items. So here's what I have on my list. I have an unscheduled evening, which is really nice, where it's an evening I can do whatever I want. Um, whether it's an hour or two, but it's kind of nice because my whole life is very scheduled with meetings all the time and activities. Uh, my second item on my self-care list is dinner out and to take a taxi. So most of my time is spent in New York and we don't have a car here, but it's nice to just go out with the and go out for dinner and go out with the taxi and just have to just like make it easy to kind of go in and out. And that's something really nice to do. Another is a movie night. A long walk with my dogs is always really nice. A bike ride. Um, going to happy hour with, a f with friends. So that's more of like a spontaneous thing that's nice to do. Do some crafts or painting. Buy myself some fresh flowers, which I often have because I, um, I study Asian flower arranging. So um, I often do have fresh flowers. So that's nice, but I can always get more and they're not always here and they're not always sometimes they need to be refreshed so fresh flowers is another one and my last one would be to schedule an acupuncture or massage because I mean acupuncture to me is even better than a massage I love that kind of body work it's really relaxing for me and it's a total treat so that's what I have on my daily list and I actually I might add one more thing now that I'm talking about it. Uh, a manicure and pedicure is always really nice to do too. Just something that's a little bit indulgent, gives me some space, gives me a little bit of time off from my computer. And it's nice to have this list and again, place it in the relationship or self-love or partnership area of your computer screen or bedroom or in your computer screen or your bedroom. I'd love to hear what your lists are. If you want to sh share them, please feel free to do that. You can comment on the podcast page or you can email it to us. It's really great because I'd love to know what everyone's doing because it gives me ideas for myself. So finally, uh, the last suggestion I have is to check all of your doors. Now, this may seem a little odd, but your doors in your home represent your voice. They're the mouth of the, they represent the mouth of the inhabitants in the home. So they're portals and they're really important to keep in good condition. So when I, what I, 
What I mean when I say check your doors is one, go to each door and make sure, first of all, is every door clean and be sure to, you know, look at your front door, your back door, all of those doors in your home. Check that they're clean. And if they're not, you take some care to wipe them down, even the handles. And then I would also check to see if they're squeaking because that can represent um, some miscommunication or whining or difficulty. Something's kind of not moving smoothly, right? And again, the doors in your home represent your voice and your mouth and how you communicate and how you speak. So I've had you check that the doors are clean, the handles, the face of the door. Another is to check that they're not squeaking. And then another way to check your doors is to make sure that they're all locking properly. Um, Make sure that nothing's broken. Um, Make sure that they're closing all the way. And the hinges, like I said, they're not squeaking. If they are, then, then oil them. And what you could even do if you want to really change things up is you could paint one of your doors a color. So for instance, if you want to paint your door to your bedroom green, that could represent new beginnings and healing for your voice and how you um, communicate with the world. Or you could paint it pink if you want to have more softness and more connection. Uh, You can do gray if you want to attract more helpful people to support you so you can feel more self-love and that you can have the right mentors around you to um, give you the guidance and uh, carry you and help you when you need it. So those are some examples of different colors. But definitely check all your doors and remember, if your doors... um, are in disrepair, that can mean that you're, you're not able to be heard in your household and in your community and in the world, that there's some difficulty there. And also your communication, your voice to yourself, are you really being honest with yourself? So in summary, we discussed ideas on how to create more self-love in your life using some feng shui techniques so you could, um, so you can really find ways to be more receptive to your environment, find some space, and to help find guidance by giving yourself an opportunity for love and um, giving yourself some self-care. Thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others. Subscribe and even better, leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, Please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com. Support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.